Welcome to Pull Tab Sports. We're the 99 percenters where everybody's got a story of somehow you've got screwed over at some point. It could have been in your career in sports, maybe a relationship. And we discuss, you know, and find out we try and stamp you if you're a 99 percenter. But today's going to be uh, today's episode is going to be a little different. We got uh, Matt Maurer as a co-host, which is my older brother. And we're just going to kind of discuss some girls hockey uh minnesota wild with a trade di- deadline coming up and then just kind of uh, a variety of other things just kind of get to know who the mauer brothers are and what we have to bring and maybe uh this co-host turns into a permanent uh residency here at pull tap sports but uh, i'd like to introduce matt mauer and right on hey thanks happy to be here man this is awesome looking forward to it yeah so that i mean i, I guess what's your background we got the girls we just were live from Wild Bills in St. Paul, and it looks like Orno just defeated Proctor Hermantown four three in overtime. It's uh, you've had what, what's your uh, storyline with girls hockey, and what involvement have you had, you know, uh, with that? Yeah, so I coached for five years in Hudson, Wisconsin, girls varsity from uh, ninety seven to two thousand three. Um, actually, won a first uh, our team won the first state high school championship ever in the state of Wisconsin. So that was fun. That was. Back when they only had maybe seven to 12 teams and then uh, took a couple of years off and then uh, coached with uh, the, the current St. Kate's college coach, Brad Marshall, over at um, uh, North St. Paul. So I did that for two years and ended up uh, having a really good run. Got beat in the championship game at Ritter uh, in overtime uh, in 2000. I think it was five or six. So, yeah, I've just been coaching. Coached my I got three boys. Coached them up a little bit, but uh, yeah, all my varsity hockey coaching has been on the girls' side, so I know a little bit about it. No, I think that's, you know, I kind of grew up watching him coach girls' hockey. Uh, you know, I guess one of the one of his first superstars was probably Allie Thernstrom. Yeah, she was phenomenal. She was really good. Yeah, she went on. I think uh, I think she what I think it was either Boston College or Boston University. I can't remember which one she went on to play for. And then she ended up playing for the. Uh, the Minnesota, I think it was the Whitecaps. Yeah, I think she yep. might be yep. on the Whitecaps right yep. now. So, uh, yep, heck of a player. Yeah, I think she was kind of before her time. You know, she she had the skills and pretty much. If, I think back then you could have one player and have an opportunity. I think now it's more of a you need that player, but also more of a team game. What you right. think? Yeah, we had. Yeah, it's uh, heck my my first year coaching in Hudson. Um, thank goodness we had two goaltenders. Because my second goaltender, or my, my actually my best goaltender, played her all the time. About halfway through the season, had to ha- had to hang it up. Really? Yeah. She <laughs> well, she ended up uh, she ended up getting pregnant. Really? So then they up they, so they couldn't. She had to she had to hang it up. So that was kind of a bummer. So that's <laughs> kind of a bummer. Yeah, I don't think you deal with that more on the on the boys side. I don't. Uh, not too often. But I think I think that. I mean, I loved, I coached at St. Paul United and we had a couple, you know, went to the state tournament three times, but I really enjoyed, you know, the process on the, on the girls hockey side is enjoyable. I felt like you weren't a babysitter. You're more of a teacher with girls hockey. I think they, they bonded to, if you wanted to really teach them and you gave them a, you know, not only just, you know, why you're not playing, but here's how you can play. And you kind of give them that role. I think girls girls are a lot easier to coach in that aspect. And 
then there's the little things that you just don't understand. Like, you know, maybe they got boy trouble or they got certain things going on. And those things are hard for, I think for a, for a male coach to understand, but we try and do our best and we, and we try and work with that. But I think, uh, I, I really enjoyed coaching yeah. the girls hockey side and I think it was a good time and I enjoy watching it down here. And I think more people should be down here checking out the games cause it's some good hockey. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, I'll just reiterate what you just said about, you know, coaching the girls on the side of it. It was, you know, we practiced uh, at 5.30 a.m. before school in yeah. Hudson. And we split that half the season with the boys. The boys would, you know, we only had one rink then. Um, so they would get the, the afternoon shift. We get the morning shift halfway through. Then we'd, we'd flip-flop. And my attendance record for 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. Yeah. practices was 100%. They never missed. They love yeah. coming to practice early in the morning. And then, and and the other thing, you know, like you were talking about, they work hard, and they, uh, you know, because they're so, so new to the sport uh, at that time, the good, the good girls that I had, um, they really just sat and listened and worked their tails off. I mean, they didn't think they already knew everything about the game in high yeah. school. You know, they they just really really worked hard on it. It was it was fun to coach. It was fun to see them develop. I think that's something that you know I took I took serious too with the girls that. You know, one and and as it, it as it grew with you know Winnie Brout, the OS system, and all these different programs for kids to skate, girls to skate at. I really feel the girls. I mean, they were getting up at five five thirty in the morning, going to private skating lessons, right. and then coming yep. to practice free when I was coach at St. Paul United. So visitation SPA, they're doing their their time on and off the ice, and uh, you know that's something I had to respect, and and I really took that serious like those girls like they wanted it just as much as the boys did so i wanted to give them every opportunity to have that and i was at sba where matt funk was the coach for the boys team and the great thing is he'd throw his power play up you know bring four or five players from the boys team to go against our girls on the penalty kill and then vice versa you know kind of work with us and it was nice having a a coach that was versatile like that that would say hey the boys aren't better than you we'll come out and work with you out of practice and whatever you need to do so it was a it was a good relationship, and and I think two of the three years I was there, I think we both went to the state tournament, so that was kind of exciting to kind of root for each other's team. And with the two week difference, it was kind of a it was a long stretch. One team's going to state, and then that and then you have sections for boys, and then they were going to the state tournament. So it was a fun two three weeks when we were at SPA visitation, and it was a good time. But uh, you know, kind of getting into the girls' hockey, maybe we can switch over to uh, Minnesota Wild hockey. Oh boy! Right. I mean, yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk goaltending? <laughs> what do you want to talk? <laughs> I think. Cow. I think there's a. I think there's a wide variety of it. I mean, the trade deadline's coming up. I think we watch a lot of hockey. We're season ticket holders. Yep. Um, I guess if you had to make two moves, I guess who would those two players be, and and why, or maybe three players, and what what would be your reason for? Well, you get you know, I, man, we just we need a big center. We need. I just think we need somebody big up the middle. Um, and I'm, and I, and I, and I think we could probably get by with, with trading and I don't even, I don't even know what the, the salaries are. You know, this is, you know, fantasy, right? Yeah, this is fantasy. Yeah. There's nothing to do yeah. with cap and all that other stuff and um, what reason they can. I mean, yeah, if you're going to give up something, you got to get something. And I think, uh, you know, someone that I, that, that I would trade would probably be Brodeen, mm-hmm. even though he's one of our better defensemen. But if you're going to, but I think if we can get that power forward, if, and if it's, you know the package works out right. Right, I, that's I could see moving him for a center. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know what his contract looks like. Um, you just, I just don't think you're gonna get enough for 
you know, for some of the younger guys that we have that are going to help. Um, and I don't even know what, you know, we could, we could look and find, like, look, look at the stats and see who else could go. The other thing is, I think I just keep Gustafson going. Yeah, you know, I agree. I think know, even watching that game yesterday against Columbus, I mean, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> Fleury got a shutout, but he didn't play like a shutout. Mm-mm. You know, I can see why Columbus is yeah. where they are because they had plenty of opportunities, you yeah. know, to, to score. You know, I, I look at – if I looked at our defense, if you needed somebody – like, I think Brodeen's never got an opportunity. I think he's been stuck behind Ryan Suter, and then I think he got stuck behind Spurgeon. But ultimately, that guy, I think, has just been a beast. Like, Connor McDavid, he's probably one of the guys he could skate with a guy like him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. I, I, if I had to pick, I think an easy easy selection is Matt Dumba. But I think if you wanted a value player that you could get rid of, I'd get rid of Spurgeon. I think he's he's proven in the playoffs he can't really handle that battle. I mean, Middleton can probably do as much as he does in the playoffs. I mean, we got to have Addison on the team to run the power play. You're well, you got to be heavy. Yeah. you got to be heavy and long. Yep. And- yep. And that's those are the teams we struggle against, right? Yeah. We can't have we can't have Addison, Brodeen, and Spurgeon three or six D that are well, it's just tough. You got you got guys that are six three, six four, you know, all day long comes. So that's why St. Louis, we could never beat St. Louis. Mm-hmm. They're just heavy. They just we just couldn't couldn't get out of our own way, or you know, they, they couldn't get you know, they could just keep coming after you. And we just weren't strong enough. I, I don't that's what I think. I mean, it's well, you look at a you guy know, like O'Reilly, he goes up to Toronto. Yeah. I'm glad St. Louis got rid of him. Right. You know, like if we're not going to get him, I'm glad Mm -hmm. he went there, you know, Mm -hmm. because he was, he's just one of those tough, strong players, you know, and I feel that the big guys that we have on this team are not that skilled. Greenway, I mean, he has a hard time flicking the the puck out of the zone. I mean, that's all he does is takes a back in and throws it up 30 feet in the air. And uh, he just doesn't bring much to the table. You know, Reeves Reeves has to do his role and he can be that 12th player. But our bigs, big guys are not, don't have much skill. Well, they're, they're kind of streaky too. I think last year, you know, when you had Felino and Eck and uh, Greenway, when they were playing together, I think that was the line that they were playing together. They were, they were pretty heavy, right? They're just big. And, and Greenway could, you know, for him, it's just getting, you know, getting pucks to the net and then getting him to the net because he's so big, he's tough to move. And Eck and Felino, I think, are a little bit more skilled, um, so they complement each other. So they, they just got to, you know, if they're going to keep them, keep playing them, they just got to make sure they put them the right. Right system, the right you know right line, so he, so he, so so he can do well. But yeah, he's probably, you know, on the skill set, uh, probably the, I don't know the sixth forward. Yeah, and I, and I think we get into you know the suitor Parisi thing, once again puts another another guy out on the island. I think in our team, like yeah. we had uh, the guy we what, what's the guy Fiala, we put him yep. on an island. He had to be on a second line. Noah can handle his speed or quickness, and now I feel we're kind of doing that same thing with Baldy. Like putting him out on an island where we, he's got to create and do everything, and I think that's it's a it's a difficult situation for a twenty year old trying to do it, right? And uh, I mean, if you have Fiala and Boldy on a line, and we don't deal with Suter and Prezi's line, you know that right. the contracts, you right. got a solid second line, then we could probably pick up a solid center. You know, yeah. we're we're hoping for Hartman to yeah. do things, and he's played well the last couple of games, but yeah, coming off injury, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're, I mean, shit, what they four in a row? Yeah, four or five in a row. I mean, they're 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 starting to play. They're starting to come together. And I, again, it's I, the goaltending, man. That's Gustafson. I know they got the money into Flurry, but 
I mean, you, we got what? I think that our goalie down in the minors went back to back AHL player of the month. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're I right. Mean, if it's a young man's league, let's bring yeah. up these young goalies and let them play. I mean, when but, you watch Gustafson, he just plays that structure hockey. It's a different hockey. It's not Dominic Hasek. It's not Flurry. No. Like, you got to take away those lanes. These guys are too good. Yeah, it's, well, I think sometimes just Flurry's just kind of, I don't even know if this is a word. Is he, is he over athletic? He kind of yeah. makes, he makes saves that he doesn't have to make, and he makes them look, Really hard when they should be easy. Yeah, I, I think he gets credit for saying, look at these big saves, but I think he's still out of place. Yeah. But it, he has to do that to make a save. Yeah. Or you watch Gustafson, he moves his blocker two inches to the right or yeah. angles out and takes yeah. away, you know, that elevation yeah. part of the game. And I think that's why he's he's solid. I think yeah. the team's going to have to play the games we're playing now. 2 nothing, 2-1. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I read a stat, 40 or 45% of our offense is created by Kaprizov. Which is, <laughs> I mean, if you lose huh? that guy, yeah, pretty dude. much we're averaging like less. I think it's a little over one goal a game if we take a pre-soft stats off the table. But yeah, uh, he had a nice goal last night. It snuck a little five holer in. It wasn't even that hard of a shot. Yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's yeah. that's all the wild. Like yeah. we, we kind of know. I think everybody knows what we want to do. I think people want to get rid of Dumba. I think people want to get out of Greenway. Maybe it's Brodeen Spurgeon you're looking at. But we really don't have any options, and I think anything in the last month, the trade value for all those guys has went down. Greenway and Dumba, I don't see anybody really being enticed because they're available. They they're, they're out there. They're available. You know. Yeah. Well. Well. Hey. There's anything that, that we know of Bill Guerin, he'll make a move. He'll he'll do something if he, if if something works all right and he sees something, he'll he'll make a move. He's not afraid to just you know stir it up a little bit. And when so, when is the trade deadline? Is it March? It's coming up here, I think. It's March third, uh, so maybe on our next yeah. episode we can kind of see see what happens. Maybe another week we'll see what happens. Now we'll kind of kind of want to transition into what's coming up here. Probably the greatest time for uh, I say boys' dreams of making the state tournament. Right, stuff they've been playing since squirts all the way up. Yeah. We got the boys' section starting up. I believe tomorrow section start up, and uh, maybe kind of yeah. go through yeah. your run you had, and I got to watch it as an eighth grader. And I remember being at Richfield, <laughs> Richfield Hotel, Hotel in Richfield, and Mom and Dad said it was too far from St. Paul to come pick you up. <laughs> but uh, kind of tell us about your run, you know, in 95, you know, all the way from your season to sections and some notable players maybe you had on the team and yeah, we were what, what it meant. Absolutely. It was, uh, yeah, so the 90-91 season, um, I, was, I was a junior at Hill, and we had uh, the Mark uh, Strobel brothers, um, Mark and Mike. We had uh, Jason Godbout, his brother Brent Godbout, th- those two brothers. Um, we had Kevin Powell, ended up going to University of North Dakota. Uh, Sue, we had Jeff Hasselman, uh, Jim, and we had Jim Young. We had, we had a lot of good, you know, good players. Uh, but we weren't, uh, we didn't, we didn't win the conference that year. We lost, you know, we had six losses under our belt, and it was a tough road. I mean, we had to play White Bear a couple times, and and I, you know. That first, that first section game, we ended up playing uh, Brooklyn Center. And they had a kid named Mike Mormon on the team. I think he had over 100 points from Brooklyn Center. And uh, we beat them 17-2. to two, <laughs> And the poor goaltender had an eye tech. And after the first uh, after the warm-ups, he had puked all over his eye tech. And we knew he, he knew he was in trouble. Uh, so, yeah. So, that, so then we that went That may be one yeah. of some of the reasons why people hate Hill Murray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still, try, still trying to run up those stats in a 17-2 <laughs> game. But... And I will say back then, stats were important because you didn't have the internet. 
Right. Right. You you needed your stats to be in the paper to to move on if you wanted, you know, USHL or Division One scouts or D three scouts to be looking at you. Yeah, you got you. I mean, you gotta <laughs> you gotta combine. Yeah, you gotta pile them up. But yeah, that poor guy. And then uh, yeah, then, then we then we had Forest Lake, and that was a uh, uh, an overtime win. And then we had Codge Grove, which was an overtime win. And then we had uh, then we had everybody White Bear at the Met Center. Um, that was uh, the I think. That was the year that the, uh, the North Stars also went to the Stanley Cup that year as well in 91. They got swept by Mario uh, Lemieux and Yammer Yager. Yep, yep. And I remember we, we got to play at the Met Center, and shit, there was 19,000 fans at the Met Center <laughs> playing against White Bear Lake, and they had us They had us uh, at Brian Bond and Matt Henderson, and they had us They had us dead to rights. I mean, it was down 3-1, and we ended up coming back and beating them 4-3. Uh, the hero of that game was Jim Young, big slap shot from the top of the mm-hmm. circle, right? I got Great picture of it. So, yeah, then we, then we went on to the on to the state tournament, and um, that was great. Got to make the videos back then. You know, if you right. people you know the WCCO uh, music videos. Well, tough gets going, or what was your uh, song? Ours was uh, the boys are back in town. The boy, yeah, yeah then Lizzie. Yeah, little boys are back in town, and yeah, we played Johnson East Side rival. That was that was uh, a seven one game, and then uh, poor Grand Rapids. We beat them eleven two, and then Duluth East four three in a championship game, and we were down three one in that game too, but. Yeah, so I, that was the last year of the grade eight. At, the next year they went to two tiers, two tiers, and I and I still believe. Uh, well, the following year when Green, I think Greenway won it uh, in the in the tier two class, and they, what they did is they split uh, the actually right down the middle. Like I think there's 130 high school hockey teams, so they took the top enrollment size, the top 64, and put them in the top tier, and then they took the next you know 64 and put them in the second tier. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Mark Rosen was interviewing uh, Jeff Antonovich from Greenway after they won the state tournament. And Mark Rosen says, uh, how's it feel to win the first ever Tier 2 state tournament? Yeah. Jeff Antonovich goes, 64th best. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was, uh, I'll never forget that one. But that was, yeah, that was that's what they went to two tiers. And we, uh, we got beat by Cloquet that year. They had Jesse Burley out, and uh, he, we, former, he went to the U of M. And. Uh, Jamie Langenbrenner yeah. ended up playing for the Dallas Stars, so on. So, yeah, I got got to uh, enjoy the state tournament a little bit. It was fun. We had a good time. Yeah, I talked uh, your goalie there, Kevin Powell, the Booger. Yep, the Booger the said Booger. he doubled his stats in the state tournament for the year. For uh, oh, Man, yeah. <laughs> he said he doubled your stats and goals, <laughs> yeah. points. Hey, I, that's when you show up. That's, yeah. when, you, that's when you show up. He's yeah. a gamer. <laughs> what do you have? Back to back hat tricks? Or what do you have? Uh, I went, yeah, three goals the first game, two the second, and then uh, two assists the, uh, the championship game. So I didn't score. I didn't score the championship game. Um, but yeah, that was uh, yeah first goal of the tournament. Just a little tip, front of the net. Do what Dad taught us. Get to the front of the net. Uh, get, get get in the way. Yeah, Booger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> probably the craziest game I ever watched him play was when you guys played Johnson at the Coliseum. Oh, yeah. He had about nine breakaways. They had Pagreba. Overtime. Had, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the craziest, probably one of the craziest games. Yep. I've I've seen where it was back-to-back. Well, they, they should have beat us five times. Yeah. I mean, they, they had all these breakaways and hitting pipes and Pagreba and Geisbauer and Brad, uh, Brad Peterson and Randy Best and all these guys that were playing. And, you know, God, they should, they, they should, they just did, but they didn't. They just, they, they who just, scored the game winner? Brennan? Brennan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chad Brennan. Um, ended up playing a little bit at St. Cloud, I think maybe one year. And then, uh, um, I don't know if he, if he played anymore, but you guys yeah. had a good mix though. You had 
Yeah. Some long kind of skilled, like quiet guys like yep. Brunnen and Brian Solomon. Yep. Right. And then you had the Strobel brothers that were. Yeah, they were intimidating, right? Yeah, they were right. tough as nails. Yeah, the one guy, I think he had size 17 skates. Tom, Tom, Tom England. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, he was a beast. I haven't seen him since. I don't know where he went. <laughs> Tom, if you're out there, <laughs> shoot us a call. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, gosh, we just had a lot of different, you know, a lot of different guys. I mean, Brad Meehan even, you know, he's super fast and quick. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, Andy Wiesner was playing defense with, uh, you know, Jay God, Jason Godbout and Tom England and, um, Nate Gillespie. We just had a lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of different unique, talented guys that, you know, were they the most skilled? Probably not. Um, but, you know, we worked well together, clicked at the right time. And, you know, Coach Coach Whistler, he did a great job. I mean, he, he put guys in the right spots. And, heck, I can remember, you know, I played third line most of the year. And he threw us out on the ice with, like, 14 seconds left against uh, White Bear at the Met Center. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about a third line grind line that you know he had he had confidence in because maybe the other two lines were taking too many chances during the day. I don't know, but he kept us out there and he trusted us. I think that's one of the hardest things, you know, with with playing at with with Hill Murray. I think is typically you're getting a lot of kids from different cities that are maybe their one or two top players, and then you're trying to mold them into a second or third line, which is probably something most of them didn't do. No, you know, we're coming out of North St. Paul where, you know, we're probably there, you know, one of the top players coming out of North St. Paul going to Hill Murray and then Hill Murray back in the day was an East side mix. Mm -hmm. Like it was 80, 90% East side. Woodbury was just being built. Right. Oakdale was maybe the suburbs, right? Yeah. A little bit there. And you had some yeah. people from Lake Elmo that had a little bit of dough, but it wasn't. Yeah. I'd I say a majority of the people that you're hanging with were East siders or North St. Paul, Maplewood. Mm -hmm area yeah we only i think if, if i remember correctly Bo you know booger was from columbia heights mm -hmm. um and then we everybody else is pretty much east side yep north st paul maplewood um oakdale tartan area um if i remember correctly i'm just trying to think where all the guys are from you know not too many people lived in lake elmo or west lakeland or yeah you know, that, we had a couple still water people too we had some still water guys um but yeah no it was uh yeah, now it seems like um, well, there is well, is there is there any more St. Paul schools available? Like Harding's out, Johnson's out. It was John, Johnson's the team. North St. Paul now is the Polar Devils. Yeah, they're, so they're, it's Johnson and North St. Yeah, Paul. They got two. Yep. I mean, it just uh, you just watch, you know, as the suburbs grow out. That's just where they're right. growing out to. And I and money is not a cheap sport. But I always say, like, we went, we didn't go to Hill Murray because we had money. We went to Hill Murray because our mom worked. 81 <laughs> home games yeah, for the right? Minnesota Twins doing concession stands. So people are like, you're a cake eater. I'm like, probably the farthest thing from it. You right. know, like it was, it was a grind. You know, why, why we were good is we went to the park. You know, we grew up, yeah. we, we had to fight our way into it. You know, a ninth grader had the hockey nets. I'd be a fifth grader. You had to battle your, you had, you had to go battle with those guys to All day get long. the hockey nets and go down there for four hours. We'd practice and then go to the, yeah. you know, we didn't, we didn't have the money to go to camps. You know, it's like you figure it out. And then <laughs> when hockey was done, you played baseball. Yep. Baseball was Three done. Sports, we played football. football. Like so that's, I think those things, you know, and, you know, we watched that. I mean, that's one thing, you know, our cousin Joe, right? Yep. I mean, he was a three-sport athlete. It's hard to find that three-sport athlete now because everybody's so scared of well, not doing enough. Right. Well, they just, they, they, they just think that they got to be so specialized. And I, and I, and I, and I think 
if I remember correctly, I, I may have been um, my senior year. I played football, uh, baseball, and hockey. And I don't know if there was another male athlete or female athlete that played three sports. Yeah. And that's when really when people were they were either focusing on a hockey all year round or they're focusing on football or you know it just seemed to get so specialized. Um, I'm, you know, my boys, you know, they, they, right now uh, they play two sports. I'm trying to get them into football. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think Will would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just you know, it's, it's almost like if you, if you don't. If, they keep saying if you don't keep doing this stuff, if you don't specialize, you're going to fall behind. I don't know. I, I'm starting to not believe that as much as, you know, with Matthew, my youngest boy, growing up, I said, yep, let's get you into hockey, 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 hockey. And at the end of the day, you know what? I, I think he would have been the same player if he'd have done all three, you know, all three sports. Well, like in Michael, you know? yeah. your, your one son goes from playing B, B's yeah. in Hudson is like playing probably like C's in Minnesota. Right. right. And now... Then what yeah. you get? Maybe you get a call from you know a few coaches that are Division One, Division Three. You're like, yeah, you're calling about Michael. You know he's a software. <laughs> software. And like, right. what are you talking about? And then, yeah, you know, I, I yeah, you just, you just you never know. I mean, he took he took a whole summer off. I mean, he didn't he didn't skate at all before his freshman year, and uh, it was probably the best thing for him. Uh, he came out to he did the one hockey camp, the high school camp, which was like four days or five days, but otherwise he took the whole summer off and golfed. Came out. Rejuvenate, reju, rejuvenated and played. He, had, he hasn't slowed down. He played great. He just needed some time away from the game. Well, I think yeah. he found out. When I think what he, what he found out is when he played golf, it, it actually helped him mentally more than he could ever dreamed of. Right. You have no one yeah. to blame. It's you and the ball. Yeah. It's you're standing there. It's not that tough. And watching him, you know, I could get him to break down and few, few, you know, say a few few things to him to get him to switch his game up. You know, on the course. And I think, honestly, he's taken that into his hockey game where it is every shift's not the end of the world. No. You know, you can get yep. to the next shot. Yep. Maybe I drive one 300, next hole I might slice it <laughs> slice out of bounds. <laughs> the, mental, the mental part of the game, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and then you got, yeah. I don't know, I think we might have a, I don't know if we want to, we're not announcing it yet, but we might have a pioneer on the way <laughs> coming out of Hudson, Wisconsin. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll he, see. He's the beast. Yeah. He's the beast. I mean, he, he, I, I think he, I think he needs there to go to Hill, not, you know, not just for hockey, but I think he needs the, uh, he needs the good Lord to help him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spoken like a true, like a true, uh, Hill Murray parent, right? I'm not going there for the hockey. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's all good. But, yeah, it's no, the I, education. It's always the education. Uh, I will say, like I, I watched Will. I just got done watching him this week. That's his. That's his youngest kid. Mm -hmm. He's a beast too. I mean, what? What's how, how big he's is five, the kid? Five, yeah, he's five seven, about one seventy three. He's thick. Yeah, just he's strong. He's a strong kid. Yeah, he's a he, strong kid. He's got hands. Yeah, you know, he's smooth player. Yeah, he plays like he. He thinks he's Connor McDavid. You know, wrong. <laughs> he thinks he is. Yeah, he yeah. Th yeah. I told him, I said, you know, like, well, like probably us too. I mean, how many times do we sit at practice and try to flip the puck in the air and, you know, scoop the puck, throw yeah. it up in the air. And, you know, if we'd have spent more time shooting the puck. Yeah. We, we, I, so that's why I tell him, I said, he watches all these YouTube videos and he's, you know, spinning around. I said, you can't do that stuff on the ice, you know. He goes, well, oh, yeah, we see it all the time. I said, okay, good luck. <laughs> well, it's amazing. We got all this skill set, right? We work on all these lessons, but it's still on the inner, like in the, besides, you know, up north and down south, you might get those big points, but you're not getting these master, these huge amount of stats of guys playing like a tough, like at Hill Murray, yeah. I think, I don't know if I was looking at the, I think the boys, 
But their top guy has 20 points. 20, yeah. 25 points. It's it's hard to Yeah, if you got if you got 40 points in that in that league, if if you're if you're a Hill guy or you know White Bear guy or anybody in the in the you know, if you got 40 points, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you get some tough competition. You know, if you go back to when our cousin Brian Orlowski played, you know, they played, they, they'd beat Como. I mean, Hill would beat everybody by 10 goals. And, you know, they'd have, they'd have guys in their teams that had, you know, 40 goals and 20 assists. You know, it's, even when we played Johnson back in the day, they, they played the inner city. And heck, every guy in that on uh, that line had 100 points. Yeah. You know, but yeah, you just don't see it as much anymore. No, I think I, I was looking up some stats on the boys' side. I think there's a kid with 127 points. Maybe 122 points. He's somewhere up north in that Ely, Fergus Falls. Sure, sure. You know, it just probably has one line that just dominates. Dominates, and they, and they play him over and over and over. Yeah, yeah and you're probably yeah. playing every other shift. Um, yeah, it's one. I, and I always say, like, that was a – it's still to this day, like, Hill Murray, White Bear Lake. And back then, we had to play that hockey schedule, which was fine. But then we had to play that baseball and football <laughs> schedule. Yeah. Like, we had to yeah. go out against Stillwater. I mean, Stillwater, they're these Runk brothers in 95, 96. Like, we yeah. had a decent football team, but then we'd have to go play them. You <laughs> like, know, like... Oh yeah, they had 100 guys deep. Oh, yeah. yeah, we, had, we, had, yeah we had 15. We could bring our whole school out there. We didn't have as many football players yet. <laughs> right. You know, like, I graduated with 90 kids. Right. right. And you go out to... And so I think that was the... You know, now they have it all set up now where the football program's in a different league. And right. All this. But back then, it wasn't that case. No. Like. And those guys that hated you in hockey yeah. wanted to get back here <laughs> on the football, football field, field, right? They yeah. wanted to kill you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember going to White Bear Lake for homecoming, and they had me, this Andy Persby, and this Tony Paquette, like us three, with our numbered jerseys in this burning wagon, like <laughs> coming into the place. Like that, they're burning our jerseys, walking uh, into the place. It was, and you know, but that, yeah. that's because a lot of it was because of hockey. Yeah. And uh, I well, think that, yeah. it's good that rivalry's still there. Like, I yeah. love that White Bear Lake is still. Where they're at. Yep. You know, there's, you never know who's going to win that game. And typically it's the higher seed loses to the lower seed. It's been, I just saw it. I think the, uh, have they played 80 times? I want to say it's like 30s. I think each team has won 30 games or, or something like that. I can't remember if it's, if they, I think they've played 80 times since 1970 or whatever it was, since it was Mariner or 75, but. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a rivalry. You go to you go to Aldridge Arena, and if that's where they're playing, it's packed. Oh yeah, yeah. Even, well, the, the the hockey day in Minnesota this year. Oh yeah, right. I, I think mean, I, went to, I went to overtime, right? Went to overtime. Yeah. Hill Murray won. I think yep. they tied it late. Yep. I think uh, White Bear Lake. They actually shot off the fireworks early. <laughs> White Bear tie, or Hill Murray tied it. But that's just the way yeah. it goes. You yeah. never know who's winning that game. Records right. are thrown out of the side. Yep. I think White Bear's got a much better record than Hill Murray this year, and uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, you see that, but yeah, I see. I was just taking a look up here on the South St. Paul. The, gr- the girls' tournament starting up here again. This should be a pretty, pretty good game. I mean, you got Palmquist has been coaching for about thirty years. I coached against him, so he was probably gra- glad. He's probably glad to see me going gone. <laughs> I eliminated him three years in a row <laughs> at St. Paul United. Yeah. So I, no, I, that's that, yeah. that's what I get back to the girls' hockey. That's yeah. what I loved about it. I mean. Watching girls go to Harvard, Cornell, oh, uh, Ivy Brown, yep. like Ivy League schools. And not only that, they were captains of their teams. You know, it's pretty it's pretty fun to watch that. I think sometimes, you know, these schools just want to check the box on girls' sports. Right. These girls yeah. are giving as much effort. Maybe, you know, I was kind of talking like we're down here at Wild Bills in St. Paul. You know, like guys will get together and five, six guys and they'll come down here and drink beers all day and 
have a blast and go watch the games. You know, there's a lot of girls now that have graduated, right? Played oh. the game of girls hockey in high school. Yeah. Played college hockey. You think they'd be down here supporting, you know, come down and support this. Not just with their, you know, yeah. bringing their kids down, but you think they'd come down and want to support and, and, and bring it bring it to the table. I mean, there's not a ton of people here right now. Right. But you think they would want to come down and have the same atmosphere. Like, for us, we just oh, yeah. come down for the experience, see yeah. guys that we know. Where I think it should be the same thing. Like, this should be a big... Well, it's been since, I think, 96. Was it 96? Was yeah. the first year of the girls' state tournament? I think 95, 96. 96, somewhere, somewhere in there. there. Yeah. You know, you're talking, you know, you're talking 30 years, almost. You know, if not, well, yeah. You well, know, we got 27 classes, like people that have yeah. played, graduated from high school hockey. Yeah. I don't know how many you have. I mean, a couple thousand players. I mean, you got forty to 50,000 girls that have played high school hockey. Right. You know, how many live around here? Yeah. That should yeah. be coming down. I mean, these are the semifinals yeah. to go to the championship. Just look for any excuse to take the day off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, oh, yeah. let's go. Let's I mean, get we're, down, we're down here doing let's a podcast, go. Wild Bills. I said, you yeah. want to go get, you know, go have 15 beers and get ready for the <laughs> section championship <laughs> in Chippewa Falls. Let's go. Mike tonight. Let's go. I mean, let's go. it's going to be an expensive Uber. Uh, I think yeah. it's about $175 Uber, but <laughs> it's going to be worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think that's, uh, you know, is there anything else like you, uh, you know, what, what do you do now? What yep. do you, what's what's your so what's, now? Well, I don't I don't coach anymore. Um, and now I'm just in the uh, in the plumbing world, selling plumbing products to plumbing wholesalers. Uh, outside salesman own own, uh, own a company called North Central Sales, and then also another one uh, along with obviously you, uh, <laughs> TIG, Total Install Group. So we're yeah, just uh, raising kids. The oldest is at St. Thomas now, going to school. He just he just actually just informed me that he's going to play hockey next year. Really, Matt. So my oldest son, Matt, said he's going to play on the Club St. Thomas team or the club team or whatever that is. So you got St. Thomas, you got a sophomore at Hudson, you got yep. a yep. eighth grader yep. coming up the the ranks. Oh, you know, you never know. Maybe Miles, maybe your son Miles would be able to. Maybe you should move over to Hudson. We yeah, could, we could we could use a lanky left-hander. Yeah, we're going to need it. You better figure it out. I was telling me, I said hockey isn't about shadowing the play. This isn't soccer. Like you got to go get the thing. Go you can't hope it. for it. You got to make it happen. Yep. You know, that's yeah. that's where I look at it with with any sport. Like you got to make stuff happen. You can't just sit back and hope. But uh, yeah, I've done. Obviously, Matt's been my brother my whole life. Um, but yeah, we 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 grew up on this four year. I think parents had four year separation. All three of us. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Four and three. Yeah. yeah and, youngest brother. Joe. And we're going to get, you know, back to. Matt kind of screwed over my brother, <laughs> myself, and I have a brother, Joe, who's the original Joe Mauer. And uh, my dad had a full ride in Nebraska. <laughs> and then he got my mom pregnant at, you know, my dad went to Hardy. My mom went to Johnson. My mom got pregnant her senior year. Next thing I know, my dad's doing, you know, hanging drywall with his yep. with his father-in-law. And uh could have had aspirate, you know, he could have had, could have been down in Nebraska. I think it was Tom Osborne. So you say it's my fault. Yeah, I'm saying it's my fault. I'm saying it's Tom Osborne, the coach of Nebraska. I think dad was like one of his first recruits. And yeah. he was going to be a middle linebacker, you know, Harding, Harding guy. Yep. But he kind of, dad had the farm strength. You know, he's built, built oh, like a rock. Yeah, he, you know, he's still to this day. To this day. You know, I, thankfully, uh, you know, he's 68 or 60. Yeah, 68 now. I still I still don't want to take him on. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, I, I know his shoulder is kind of weak on him. So if I had to <laughs> you can get him, yeah, you it can was get jammed him. there. You right shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
We well, can, I can put them down <laughs> that right shoulder now. So besides that, I mean, I just can't let them get in tight. No, no, he'll, he'll, he'll handle you. There's tight. a rumor <laughs> has it that you were at the Link Hotel and uh, you had your uh, birthday suit on. Hold, hold, me, hold me like a baby, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> hold me like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you got out, you got out the, you know. Oh, yeah. You, you I got the belt out. You got the belt out. got the belt out. And uh, I had to hold him down. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> it was paybacks. It was yeah. payback time. It was payback. It you was. Know? You know, my dad didn't know what was coming. But <laughs> when you walk around, on when I come back to the pool and there's yeah. one guy out there with... <laughs> I was I was I was pretending I was flea oh, yeah. from the red hot chili peppers. This guy was trying to sunbathe at all. <laughs> and it wasn't like he needed a big long sock to cover that. It I was, was a little like, footy. It was, it was like a, a shorter. A yeah, it was a little ankle sock. Ankle, yeah, it covered ankle. it plenty. I think it was like my I think it was Miles' soccer sock. I don't even know. My six year old sock, I think he had it. I think it it's the kind that aunt, like your wife wears inside a high heel shoe. You don't even see the sock. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even see the oh, sock. what are those? The What are those long yeah. socks you have to wear in uh, baseball? Well, it's called uh, the sanitizer. Yeah, sanit sanitary socks. Sanitary yeah, socks, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you could have put that on, but no, it was a little ankle sock. And he's out there tanning. People uh, are coming up, taking pictures. Next thing you know, he tackled my dad. Yeah. Not only that, I have my grandpa Buzz. What was he, 80? Yeah, 80. He's still, he's still kicking at 87. He's got my grandpa Buzz. I got him over in the hot tub. And, uh, I mean, he's white as a ghost. And we just had a blast. Like, I brought my grandpa, yeah. my dad. Yep. He, he, had, he had grandpa hadn't been back since the '60s when he helped uh, build some of the casinos down yeah, there. Yeah, Don Laughlin was one yep. of his buddies. Now it's yep. Laughlin, and they yep. got Don Laughlin got kicked out by the mafia, and they yeah. made him buy that little <laughs> little land, down little south. land outside that is now Laughlin, Nevada, because they had to name it to get mail sent there. <laughs> but yeah, Grandpa Buzz, we yep. let him go out one time in Vegas by himself. He got shit faced, lost and his he lost card. his credit but it card. Lost his credit card. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get we'll get Grandpa Buzz on. <laughs> I want to show he has a his famous line is he got pulled over by that cop for DWI and the cop said, "Have you had too much to drink today, sir?" He said, "No, but definitely too much to drive." Too much to drive. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's new and he's trying to do another bar. <laughs> you know, so yeah, we'll we'll get Grandpa Buzz on and oh, yeah. you know he grew up. Grandpa Buzz, I mean, we had to bike over. Our Grandma Mary Lou would make hot dish. How many how many buddies at Hill Murray do you think went over to Grandma Lou and Grandpa Buzz's place on Lake Phelan, over by Lake Phelan? Every after every practice, just about. I mean, I bet you there's probably at well, at any given time, we would we didn't even have to be there. Yeah. And our buddies would stop over at our grandparents' house. That's yeah. that, that's something else I want to bring up. Like <laughs> this prima donna shit at Hill Murray now. They're at Aldridge Arena. They got the locker room. They got all this stuff. Let's go back to where the hell we had to practice. <laughs> I mean, we had the shit of shit rinks. We're at Biff Adams. We're at Westside Ken Yackle, Oscar Johnson. And guess where our bags were during the day? Yeah. In, in our, our freaking car. In our car. Yeah. So yeah. I, you had to wear your uniform underneath your gear. And I only had two sets because mom was too cheap to go down to Donaldson and pick up a third set, right? And she's like, throw on Matt's tackle a belt. Right. You know, like I had Matt's, I had all Matt's leftover stuff. Right, white gerbos. I remember a kid pushed me down. I had white gerbos. I wasn't supposed to wear them. Yeah, I had to kick the shit out of that kid, Dan Collin. <laughs> at the freaking, uh, I was at North St. Paul's homecoming game. He pushed me down. There's a green stain on his white gerbos. I thought he was gonna kill me, so I had to beat the shit out of that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I knew what I was gonna happen. I was gonna call and get my ass kicked by my brother by somebody. 
Oh yeah. By somebody. Yeah. No, we had yeah rinks. We, we Harding once in a while. Biff Adams, Johnson, Phelan, Phelan. Yep. I mean, practice all over. I I haven't even seen there. I haven't even been in the new locker room. It's pretty nice at Hill. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It's uh, well, well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. You. Yeah, we'll. I think he takes his tour next week. Yeah, <laughs> he takes his tour. So I don't know if uh, Bill Lecter, you're out there listening. Nah. <laughs> He's coming. Yeah. He's coming. Will's coming. Uh, Will the thrill. Uh, you know, I always said the scariest thing for Hill Murray and Miss Herman, she's not there anymore, was uh, a Billy Bayline, Ooh, Nate Mauer, <laughs> a Mauer and a Bayline kid yep. coming to school. Because I think me, like Billy Bayline and myself, pretty much tortured that athletic, uh, Miss Herman. Yeah, they love uh, her to death yeah. now. But yeah, we we uh, uh I think in one week. I think in one week when mom was gone, I think did you get did I get suspended? Did you get suspended and Joe got suspended all from school in the same week? Oh yeah. I think I well I got ISS, yeah, which is in school suspension. And they yep. said I said, I want I said, how do you get OSS? Which is out of school. Said, you can say one more word. I said, fuck you. <laughs> I got OSS. I was like, you I'll stay take it. home. Yeah, I'll take home. it. I'll yeah. take it. Like yeah. I'll, I'll take the OSS. I yeah. was at home. My brother Matt, we were chilling in the back. Dad was out yeah. of town. Yeah. And then mom's mom's famous line was always, uh, wait till dad gets home. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, mom. <laughs> you know, just waiting for dad to get back. He's uh, he's throwing up 50, 50 hours of sheetrock. And right. so when he gets home, he wasn't in the best he mood. He wasn't the greatest mood. The best the best was one of the best times. Well, and you probably don't think this, but <laughs> we were running around downstairs and dad, you know, once he'd bring out the belt and he'd snap it, like, you know, he'd snap it, snap it, right? Yeah. And he came one time and he were pissed him off so bad that he was just whipping the bed with the, <laughs> with the belt. And I remember grabbing you and turning you up on top of me and I would scream every time that belt would hit the, <laughs> would hit you, <laughs> hit you, it wouldn't hit me. Yeah. I'd be like, ah, dad, knock it off. And you're. You're taking the brunt of it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that one. Yeah. Man. Thanks. And I'll say this too. I mean, this this guy here owes me probably 60 hours of back scratches that he promised me as a kid growing up. He's like, you scratch my back for 20 yeah. minutes, I'll get you tomorrow. I never got shit for back scratches. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I got I'm, busy. I yeah. got busy. I was in the middle. So if I kicked the crap out of my brother Joe, Matt would beat my ass, right? Yeah. Or dad would kick my crap out of me. So I I I had to fight my way through that whole thing. And but <laughs> But that was that was the fun of the, you know, the east side, and I think I think it was. I, I almost feel like all all we had was to play sports. Yeah, like that was what we wanted. We, like, we 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 weren't going out to dinner. We didn't have mm. trips planned. Like we went and seen grandma in Florida. Yep. But like sports was kind of our our out, and sometimes I feel with our kids now, you know, growing up. Yep. Like well, they always have another thing. Now, now I think with with our kids now, I mean everybody lives out in the country now. Like I, I, I'm five miles from downtown Hudson. I'm I'm every lives every, you know, we all live on out in the, you know out in the country, and if we don't take them to sports, they don't play with anybody else. Yeah, you know because there's no the neighborhoods aren't the way they used to be, right? They weren't there wasn't 10, 12 people, you know that you could play with, and so it's uh not you know so you ha they have to play sports, but yeah, heck we would. It was great. Well, just especially the physical sports, you know, football, hockey. You just love, you know, just love to be physical, love to be, you know, get in play. And when you could put a game together, you just went to the park. Yeah. Four season, McKnight, Housey, yeah. Northwood. You could just go to the parks and there's kids already out playing, you know, in North St. Paul that made it nice. That's you know, where that's, I found out I couldn't fight. 
<laughs> going to the parks. Yeah. <laughs> get my ass kicked all the time. Yeah. I was like, I don't like getting beat up. I got to start. I got to get better so I can pl play with some guys that can help me. Oh, I know that one kid. <laughs> I remember coming home from four C's and that one kid chopped me. I told you what happened. You went down there and that's where you knocked that kid's teeth out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they called dad and the guy said, we're going to sue you. Dad said, good luck. For, for what? Yeah, I don't know what you're yeah. expecting to get yeah. out of this. Yeah, Mike Mark. Uh, oh, what's his name? Mike Marks. Was it Nord? No, it wasn't Nord. Oh, Nord. Larry Nord. Yeah, I, I I forgot about that. Well, good. At least I did something. I can. <laughs> oh, Mike Tyson here. The first time you met my wife, I'm playing college hockey down at Mankato. Yeah. It's a Tuesday night. There's just a normal Tuesday. Three people in there, and we're just playing. You know, we're up on the band playing guitar and having a good time. And this guy keeps lipping off, you know, talking smack to Jen. And we're kind of up on the stage a little bit. And you told him, like, hey, one more word. And you just supermaned him off the, off the well, band, knocked him out. And it was he, like, he, I've he, never seen it. His buddy didn't come in and, like, try and hit you. He just dragged his buddy off the dance floor. He just grabbed and they, him. Left. and they left. Like, he just dragged him Nobody's, like a gazelle. Yeah. Like, just, just dragged him, like, right off the thing. And that was the end of it. And yeah. then I had to hear it from Ann calling up and saying, hey, yeah. you know, what's going on with Mike Tyson? <laughs> she knew something was up right away. I came. Oh, yeah. So we've had some uh, we've had some good things over the years. And his wife, Ann, was she's in between us at Homer. You're 92. Mm -hmm. She's yep. 94. I was 96. Yeah. And you guys are dating. Were you guys dating majority mm -hmm. of that? No. Maybe her senior yeah, her year. Senior, yep. 94. Yep. Yep. So Matt was like, that's, 20. A, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Matt was 23 <laughs> and he came back for prom her senior year. I'm like, I was 20. This guy is 21. I, mean, no, I was 20. I think I was 20. I was 20. I mean, he brought the keg. He could have the party at his house because he was old enough for it. So he was at his, I think he was at his, was that your third year at Rochester Mustang? Second. Yeah. <laughs> Fourth. I don't remember. <laughs> that's a blur. That's uh, yeah. a blur. So oh, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we definitely had that, but you know we can kind of wrap this up. But uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Joe Mama Salsa. You know, thanks for sponsoring our show and thanks for working with Pull Tab Sports. I'm more of a hot guy, so I like it hot, spicy. Mm -hmm. It's good, and I like the I like the thin Mexican uh, Mexican chips. Chips, okay. Like, I don't like them; they're the thick. I like the donkey chips. Oh, you do? You the donkey chips? Yeah. They're, they're good. Donkey chips are really good. And then, and then after I. A good sweat, good workout. I like coming home and throwing some Duke Cannon on. Duke I mean, Cannon supply. Look at this. If, if you're on a slump, you're like, you're on a slump, right? Right, right. You just got to throw on a little Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon. A little body wash. And I'll tell you what, thing, things progress pretty quickly with this stuff. And then if you really, we don't really have much. What is that? The hair gel? You get Duke yeah, Cannon. Thick hair by Duke Cannon. Yeah, they maybe that's Two in one shampoo conditioner. We probably need the thick. I know I do. I'm losing it, man. I, I'm a hat guy. I'm I got to wear a hat. A hat I mean, I, it makes me look a little younger because we're. Yeah, this is going to help, man. Duke Cannon. Then what do you got earlier? You got the Duke Cannon gel. Oh, yeah. Thick body wash. Oh, yeah. Thick I mean, this, this is the stuff, guys. If you're, you know, you invite the boys over for a little salsa and chips and salsa, and then you want to go out later in the day, you know, after a little pregame with the, with the salsa, and then after take the Duke Cannon body wash, you know, you don't even have to take a shower. Just rub that stuff on just to get that smell going with a little. With a little uh, deodorant, and you'll be killing it. I went home to my wife the other day, and she's like, that's the Duke Cannon, isn't it? That's the it? Duke Cannon. Yeah. I said, yeah, it is. <laughs> and then she noticed I had a little Joe Mama salsa on my shirt. Yeah. It was game on. Spicy. So, uh, that sounds, that's spicy right I, there. Well, check us out. Matt might be Thanks. back for some more shows. Uh, he's currently working 
to take over Anthony LaPonte's job. Yeah. He's the announcer. He's the announcer at uh, Hudson Hockey Games. They went from four likes to about 15,000 likes after two games. So check them out. Good luck to Hudson Raiders tonight, all the girls' hockey teams. And uh, that's it. All right. Thanks for having me.